Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. Hey, what's up, Golf Strategy School? Marty Griffin back here with you, and you are listening to the only show that is designed to help newer golfers or weekend golfers get over those milestone scores of breaking 90 or breaking 100. Now, what I wanted to do today is I wanted to share with you a mental game fix that comes from a gentleman who used to play against Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. He used to actually coach Vijay Singh, and his name is Dave Heinen of the Kaizen Golf Academy out of California and the Philippines. Now, this is a super fast tip, so it's going to be a super short episode, but it is incredibly impactful when you harness it correctly. Let's talk about it. All right, so have you ever been in the situation where... Maybe you've hit a great shot. You've you've hit that perfect seven iron. It was like a nice high soft landing shot. It stopped, you know, maybe 15 feet from the flag and trickles into maybe 12, 10 feet. And you're like, wow, that's one of the best shots I've ever hit. And then, you know, three holes later, you pull out that seven iron again. You've got almost the exact same distance. And you hit a shot that you wouldn't recognize even from your earliest days of golf. It is the ugliest, most horrible thing you've ever seen. Maybe it's a worm burner and it doesn't get off the ground. Maybe you chunk it and the dirt goes farther than the ball. Or maybe you just slice it into oblivion and you drop another ball because you don't want to be that embarrassed to go retrieve the original. Any of those things ever happened to you? I know they've happened to me, but... If you find yourself in that circumstance and in, in that position more frequently than you want to, or maybe you're the person who really gets in and like overanalyzes, you know, you kind of suffer from paralysis by analysis. Do you stand over the ball for 20, 30 seconds, 40 seconds before you hit? Maybe you're second guessing yourself and you're having a hard time committing to shots. This is also going to fix it. So what we're talking about here is a drill, like I said, from Dave Heinen, friend of the show, and I'll link in the show notes here, uh, the link to his episode of the podcast. But what I want to bring up is a tip that he gave me, and that is what we call the seven-second drill. The idea here is that once you've made your decision about club, about what your shot shape is going to be, you've gone through like the visualization step of your pre-shot routine. You get up, and as soon as you address the ball, you have seven seconds or less to hit your shot. Now, here's the caveat. 
it's not even really seven seconds. You have to hit the ball before you get to zero. So it's like six and a half seconds. But what we're going to do on top of that is we are going to count down from seven while we're doing this. So first off, if we've got our seven seconds to hit the shot, we just flat out don't have enough time to get ourselves all mixed up in these other thoughts, second guessing ourselves. We don't have the time to say, ah, is it really seven iron? Or maybe it's an eight iron. Yeah. Maybe is it, is it just really a soft seven or is it like a really crushed eight? We don't have the time to do that because we're, we only got seven seconds. There's just not enough time to kind of mentally get in your own way. And that's a wonderful way to fix it. Now, the other way that we're going to add to this process is by counting down from seven. So if we're counting down from seven, not only do we do we just not have enough time because we're we're only have seven seconds, but the counting down gives our brain something to do other than that second guessing process. So if we're counting down from seven, we don't have the ability to think about, oh, you know, did I, I felt like that last shot, like I had like a really good flat left wrist. You know, you don't have the time or the capacity to count down and have this other kind of side train of thought going on. And this is where a lot of golfers really, really kind of shoot themselves in the foot. They get into these kind of self-spiraling actions, especially once they've had one bad shot already happen. So in those circumstances where you've had that bad shot already happen and you're standing over your your next shot with that same club that went poorly, a lot of times those negative thoughts creep in. It's like, oh, man, I hope this one goes better because the last one was oh boy, you know, the last one was like a chunk into the into the creek in front of the green or something like that. And when we're counting down, our brain doesn't have the ability to drift towards that negative thought. What it does is it just keeps focused on the numbers going down and it allows that kind of automatic skill that you've honed and built and practiced the same skill that was there to actually produce the good shot. It allows that skill to take over and to kind of take charge. So when we're doing this, we want to be counting down from seven, but kind of after the shot, this is a great thing to do on the range after that shot. Do a little self-assessment. What did that feel like? Where did that hit on the club face? Especially if you've got your foot spray and you're you're marking your center face contacts or your (laughs) center-ish face contacts. When you're doing that, kind of go through the, the list of things that you felt during that shot with the countdown. Because you're going to find that this type of intentional interference might be something that really, really helps you that could end up giving you like a boatload of confidence. And if it's doing that, obviously we want to be able to call on that more and more frequently. If we find something that works, we want to lean into that. I used to say all the time, you know, you find what your favorite club is and you do your math to make sure that you're in a position to use that favorite club as frequently as possible. For example, like my when I shot my best round ever, which is a 600 par 66, I had my gap wedge was just on fire that day. I think I hit three shots inside of 10 feet. It was it was just beautiful. So I actually started laying up 
on par fives, anytime I thought it was like a 50-50 coin toss in terms of whether or not I could get there in two, I would say, you know what? Not even going to risk it. I'm just going to go ahead and hit to my gap wedge distance, which at the time was like 115 yards. And then I'm going to hit my gap wedge in from there. And same thing on par fours. Par fours where I knew I could hit it inside of 115 yards with my driver. I would choose not to. And I would just go ahead and hit a three wood or a rescue club to put myself down around that 115 yard distance so I could have my most confident shot going in. And so what we're doing here is we are using that same kind of philosophy with this seven second drill. If you find that it really, really helps you, there is absolutely nothing wrong with taking this out onto the course and counting down to yourself. Now, maybe you're counting down out loud. Maybe you're just kind of counting down in your head, but it's totally fine either way. I know that I actually say my shot process out loud when I'm on the golf course. That's my visualization process is I actually talk it out. So this is something that you can absolutely borrow. And if it's working for you on the range, take it right out onto the course and use it to your advantage. Okay. Again, Seven seconds once you address the ball to hit the shot and you're counting down from seven as soon as you step up to the ball. You do those two things and you are going to see yourself get out of your own way mentally more and more often and with more and more ease. All right, everybody. Until next time, catch you in the short grass. Cheers. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash Griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.